Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Potsy, and Jerem. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to, to the Windy City Bender Podcast with me, Oops, and Noli. Hey, it's Coach Pokes and Noli. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerem. How's it going, guys? And Jerem. <laughs> it's Jerem over there. Uh, going good. Going good. Um, crazy, better. crazy couple days. A lot better than Ottawa. That's for oh, sure. my God. What a shit show that is, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, welcome to episode 40, The Panger. The Panger, baby. Holy, Holy jumping. jumping. Very excited about this one. One of the best masks the Blackhawks have ever seen. Also, one of the shortest players of all time. Yeah, drive all time. Yeah, drive all time. Uh, um, I love the picture of him and Ben Bishop when yeah. they oh, were yeah. in the final. And they flipped, uh, they flipped equipment. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying on the whole Blackhawk track, because we always do. Hawk stock. Bingo. Uh, a couple different re-signings. John Hayden, two years, 750K. And Vinny Hennestrosa, two years, one and a half per year. Thoughts, fellas? Um, Happy? Hayden? Perfect. Solid. Nailed it. Solid. Uh, Hinnestroza, glad he's re-signed. 1.5. We'll see how he does this. Yeah, yeah it's going to be... I think that's that's like the max I would have gave him. Because I've... Uh, I don't know. Because I, f- I feel like he hasn't done a ton. But then again, like, looking at it, he's like the future of the Hawks. And they haven't done a ton with him in the lineup. No. So, I think he will be a good player. So, I think that would have been, like, my max contract I would give him. So, not too upset, but at the same time. I was kind of surprised to see 1.5, especially after Hayden. But he did play a lot more than Hayden. So Well, you and I were talking before this um, about Anthony Duclair's contract and the fact that if Vinny Henestrosa gets $1.5 million, what's Anthony Duclair going to get? Yeah, you know, I, and I don't want Bowman doing one of his. I'm going to give this guy two and a half million, for, three million, yeah, yeah, for two years, and we get screwed out of any solid defenseman that we may or may not pick up with the free agency or trades or whatever. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Uh, obviously, they want Duclair. I I want Duclair. He's a good player. And uh, sorry, what I said, Porter. And uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, I can't see him making more than Hennestrosa. Honestly, he he didn't yeah, do a opposite. ton. He, I, 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 I don't think, he's think a he'd... bigger name than Vinny Hennestrosa, so he could be making more. But at the same, we were saying like in Chicago, he's not a bigger name. I don't think it really matters that it's in Chicago. I think oh. it just matters that he's a bigger name. Yeah. He's two years younger than Hennestrosa too. What? Say that again. He's two years younger than Hennestrosa as well. Shit! Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, he's only twenty-two. He turns. Oh, tw- he'll be tw- he'll be twenty three in August. Yeah, well, nobody likes you when you're twenty three. Good luck getting a good contract. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, on the Hawks last year, I didn't feel like he. He also had didn't have any puck luck though. Like all year, he had a lot of chances, never put anything home. He never really stayed on the same line either. They just yeah. moved him around all over. Although that's true for everybody else. Yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, he never really got any consistency with anybody. Two goals, six assists, six assists with the Hawks last year. He and he did. What's he up? was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His knee went one way and his body went the other. Um, so I mean, I, th- I feel like if you throw one point five at him, that's that's a good deal. Because I, I was hearing like one million for him, and I'd be happy with one million. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, it's more than or less than I thought that we were that was going to happen. So, yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. Well, the Hawks will have a bunch of other different UFAs on our face left to go. We kind of hit on it last time, but they still got Roosevelt, Cody Franson, Jeff Glass, Victor Svedberg, Gordon Tutu, Lance Boma, uh, Adam Clendenning. Uh, with Duclair and uh, Thomas Yurko as well. So, uh, Only it, ones I really want out of that. Cody yeah, Fronson to mind, actually play in the NHL. Keep in mind, too, that they're bringing back Tommy Windows. Supposedly. Supposedly. That's not... If I'm him, I'm not coming back. The way well, Boston played last year and his role on Boston, uh, I'm not coming back. Depending on how the Hawks' offseason goes, too. Yeah, I know, but and what the offer is? Are they going to be able to get away with kind of lowballing him like they did last year? I don't know the way he looked last year. Once he went to Boston, I don't think Boston's going to give him too much money. They used him. They used him, yeah, but I don't think they're going to give him more money than the Hawks will. I mean, they're still looking to find somebody to replace Rick Nash. They might be getting Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, everybody might be getting Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, he might be going to St. Louis, San Jose, L.A. Like I don't know. Um, if they do get called, which Tommy Wingles is 30 eight. years old. What? He's 30 years old. Yeah. Jesus. He played for a while on the Sharks. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. He's going to, he, he's going to make more than his, uh, 750,000 for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It'll be at least a mil. Yeah. I would think. I would say one and a half would be good for him. Um, but yeah, honestly, out of that whole list, I want Franzen and I want him to play in the NHL. But he's not going to. I wouldn't mind Lance Boma because he looked awesome last year. He's not coming back. Yeah, but that'd be nice. Um, they're going to they're gonna re-sign Svedberg. They're going to re-sign dumb. You don't need Yurko. to do that. You don't need to re-sign Yurko. He sucks. Uh, well, there's already rumblings. Du- Duclair is the only one that I want. There's only er- already talks that he's going to be getting his contract announced and then that's a couple days, and I'm talking about Yurko. If that piece of shit makes another million or more, fucking waste. We're doing nothing. Waste, absolute waste. Um, save that and give it to Duclair. He's he's um, he's the Bowman project. He's gonna get what he like. He's gonna get a stupid contract. Yeah, there's. You don't even need him on the team. You really don't need him at all. Um. But yeah, like I said, I, I just I kind of want Fronson, Duclair, and Doma. That's about it. I don't know this personally. Yeah, I mean that's that's who I would want as well. But I mean, moral of the story is Fronson's not going to play. No. For and some, no, some, no need to reason. waste cap space if you're not even going to fucking play. Doma, no. I can see the Hawks picking up again. I don't know if he would want it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, Duclair is probably the only one that's. Got the best chance of coming back. Almost a guarantee. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Definitely got to be uh, frugal going into the uh, free agent frenzy. So, what was that your like word of the day or frugal. something? Frugal. Yeah, thank you. 
Was it on your desk? Yes, desk it was. Calendar? Actually, I have one of those toilet paper dictionary things where it just gives you a word. You don't. For every... Well, you I, don't have that. It would be a total poet's move if you did, though. It's at work. Uh-huh. Okay. Don't believe you. You got me. <laughs> you got me. Um, so a lot of people are talking about the fact that the Hawks may or may not be in cap hell still going into this offseason. There was a tweet that went out today from V1, the only Mark Lazarus, um, who, if you haven't noticed by now, we're huge fans of. Um, well, sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. There we go. Uh, and he kind of threw out a best-case Ontario lineup for the Hawks. And here's what it looks like on the front end for the forwards. First line, Saad Tay is the brinket. JVR Schmaltz, Kane. And then Eggshell, God, I, can't, I don't know how to say his name still. Eggshells. Eggshells. Anisimo, Sakura. Hinnestroza, Camp, and Hayden with Duclair as the odd man out. I forgot about Sakura. Mm-hmm. Keith and Falk on the top deep pair. Murphy, uh-huh. Seabrook, Forsling, Ruta, Gustafson, Osterley. And then Crawford and Hutton in net. And then just assuming that JVR would get $6 million, Hutton would get 3 and, and Duclair gets 1.5. So this is actually without Falk. Yeah, you forgot but, to put Falk in there. But what we did was we looked at Falk's contract and an East Mouse contract, and they're within, what, like 800000 or something? That we said 300000 300000 So they're basically the same thing. So take an East Mouse out of there. Give it to Falk and maybe put Duclair yeah, in. Did he? Yeah. Did he explain how he like how the Hawks get Falk out of that? Well, or is he just is, saying this is what I would love the lineup not, to be? He's not doing any trades or anything. He's just saying best case scenario here. Okay. Like if they could go after JVR right. and get him and Falk in the lineup. And right. Hutton. If okay. they had done that, the total cap hit would be at eighty point eight million, without even getting rid of. Anisimov or uh, Seabrook or uh, Saad, any of those guys. So they're in a decent spot right now. Well, it's funny you bring that up too because according to Jay, was it Zawoski? Zawoski. Zawoski of six seventy. The score. He says that the black. He's heard that the Blackhawks are making top priority to trade Marion Hosa's contract. Yeah, they. Yeah, I heard that. Um, that just makes me seem. That makes me think like they're looking for a huge deal for somebody. No, they're they just they're don't want to. No, they're going to get rid of it because they just don't want to deal with it every summer and have to worry about at the beginning of the year getting somebody freeing up the cap space every summer and then once the season's over, throw it on LTI or once the season starts, throw it on LTIR. Because right now they have four point seven three in cap space, and that doesn't include Hosa's contract, which is five point two eight, because. In the offseason, long-term IR doesn't count. Yeah. So, I mean, you get rid of that, you have over $9 million cap space without having to worry about moving things around before the season starts. That's right. what they want to do. So the legendary um, Arizona Coyote, Marion Hosa, is going to join the rest of the greats of Pavel well, Datsuk, Chris Pronger, and Dave Boland. Here's a, here's a team that might be willing to pick that up for one of our first-rounders is Ottawa. Because if you think about it, bring him back to Ottawa. If I, you know what, like, that's him with the state that Ottawa's in right yeah. now. Yeah, we but, don't even want his contract there. They're but I'm so saying hard. Ottawa is looking to trade Carlson and Hoffman. 
So that would free up nearly twelve million in cap space, and I'm sure there'll be more being dropped. I don't think they're looking at trade Carlson. I think he just wants to get out of there. Well, I'm just assuming, okay, because I, you know, he wants to get out. They want to trade Hoffman. Assuming both those happen, Ottawa might be. It might be Ottawa, Arizona, or Carolina could be three teams that could eat that contract for us. Um. Yeah, but like the only thing is Ottawa wants to be relevant. Like they don't want they're they're not gonna be at the bottom of the cap floor, like Arizona would be or Florida, like it or Carolina even. Like it's gonna be one of those three teams pretty much that would do it. And I don't personally I don't understand why teams do this and help other teams out like this. Like Arizona, why did they do that? They had three guys on their team last year rostered that didn't play a single game in their franchise ever. Like, why are you doing this? Go sign a big fucking contract with a big name player if you have that much cap space, and you're wasting because... that much money. Like, you're you're a low ball, like you're a low market team. I get that, but if you have to get to the cap floor, go fucking sign somebody. Nobody you can won't... throw stupid money at players, and they will sign there. But you know what, Can't though, a lot of it... stupid money to play in Chicago when they weren't good, and look what happened. Here, here is my theory with why teams take that is I feel like some of these teams are looking down the road. You know, they know they're not going to be competitive this year or next year, so they might be willing to take these contracts on to get to that uh, the cap floor. So then they see down the line. Just for example, Carlson's a free agent after the season. They take a team, you know, they eat some contract this year, take a contract that will expire next year. So there's the salary cap to, you know, go for Carlson. I think it's more of – it's more pers- – there's more to it than just helping a team out. I think it's a bigger picture. Also, Campbell did not sign with a very bad black office team. It wasn't <laughs> Taves. I mean, they had Taves, Kane, Sharp. No, I mean, Bowen, Keith, Seabrook. They had like they had everybody that was going, and they had that season before was their first season of being like actually legitimate again. They just missed the playoffs. No, I know, but I'm saying like at the time you didn't know where they were going. You didn't know if Taze and Kane were going to follow through. I mean, like, like obviously, like we had ideas like their first overalls, but I'm just saying like he was the first big contract player for the Hawks, and it was because there was. Like, a lot of potential, but there was no big-name players there, and there was no, you, you know, like in Arizona, there's a bunch of potential there, but there's no big-name players. You can throw stupid money at a big-name player. Yeah, but it's, other a players kind of, it's a different kind of potential than yeah. the Hawks. And the Hawks had two. No, I understand that. But what I round tricks. I know I know what you're saying. Yeah, I get that, but it's it's two different But that's how you get big-name players, more big-name players to come. It's harder for, for Arizona to do that, though, than, than it was with the Hawks. But they can fucking sign... Three different fucking five million dollar contracts that throw on their LTIR for two seasons. Yeah. Why not make well, a go because for it? Otherwise, Who gives a shit? otherwise, they're it's quite obvious that Arizona's looking straight for the future. They're not trying to win right now. Well then why did they trade Domi, a younger guy than Galchenyuk for Galchenyuk? I I don't know, something behind the scenes with Domi maybe? I don't know. I don't know, he seems like a pretty good guy. I think we can touch we'll touch that it in a second. I said we can touch on that in a second. Let's finish uh, hot stock here. But um, yeah, I don't know. I it's going to be interesting for sure. I think uh, there's a lot of signs pointing to the Hawks are going to make at least one decently sized move at the draft. 
that's what it sounds like at least it sounds like either that number eight or that 27 is going to end up gone most likely that 27 over the eight if you could get rid of if you moved sod and the 28th for folk and prospect or a second round pick or something like that i'm not upset. i'd be okay with it i'm not upset about yeah. it because then at that point i mean who do you who do you put in for sod then JVR? you have to get somebody fucking go after jvr maybe hmm. interesting there's a lot of potential yeah lots of different ways that it can go um that was uh, that was it for Hawkstock, I believe. Yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. Um, so NHL talk. Uh, lots of crazy, weird shit happening um, so far, and only under a well over a week since the final ended. Um, Barry Trotz has resigned as the Washington head coach. Yeah, did not uh, did not elect to go back, and it came out that uh, in his contract, if the Capitals had won the Stanley Cup, he was going to get a eight hundred thousand dollar increase, I believe. Three hundred thousand. So he would be making one point eight after that, which he would have. And the guy in New York Rangers never coached a game in the NHL is making two point five yeah. to start. So you can't blame Barry for saying thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. It, that's honestly a slap in the face 100%. to Barry Trotz. 100%. Now, I'm pretty stoked right now because I laid down a bet that Barry Trotz would be the new coach for the New York Islanders, and that's looking pretty sweet right now. Barry doesn't want to go too far away from home. The island is pretty close to Washington. I'm just saying I think that it's going to happen. Uh, I think, I think that, that's a big step in the right direction. It's for the a smart thing to do. What? I said it's a smart thing to do. I think if you're the Islanders, if you're Lou. Yeah, I mean, it's 100%. It's the best move you can make for the Islanders. I just don't know how many ties he has there, other than obviously he wants to stay close to where he's at. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, they'll throw stupid money at him mm-hmm. to get him to come there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess they, they want everything they can to keep Tavares, so that would be a good move mm-hmm. to another step in the right direction considering that they've been talking for three weeks now every day and they still have no contract with Tavares, which is like, yo, he's not coming back. I don't – I don't think that's what it is. I think that's more so Tavares just being like, show me what you could do first, and then I'm in. Well, then why is it every single day? Mm-hmm. Then why are they talking every day? I talk to him every day just so like he doesn't... <laughs> we'll have cool rally towels like the, the Ducks did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what are you going to say? Like, you can't... I would be talking to him every day just to kind of update him on everything. Be like, hey, Johnny, right now. here's what we're looking at. You know, Let's throw this idea by you. How's this sound? Yeah, I mean... I guess you would, just to show that you're still interested. But, I mean, I don't know. Just talking every day for multiple weeks now and nothing getting done, and the fact that the whole season he didn't even want to think about the contract, 
I just I I can't see him coming back. I think he will, but I just can't can't see him doing that. He seems like a loyal player, but he also seems like the player that just wants to win as many Stanley Cups as he can, and he can 100% be the next, not be the next Crosby, but he's got that potential. He's got that attitude mm-hmm. that Crosby has, where he, it's just the pure like professionalism, where he goes balls to the walls every game, and he's the captain's captain, like the leader of the group, and he seems like the guy that, when he wins a cup, he's not satisfied. He wants that next one. And he hasn't. He's won one playoff series in it on the island. One playoff series. They've won the playoffs what twice, maybe yeah. three times. Should we make this a bet for the standings of relevance? Yeah. Are we okay? Standings of relevance are restarting now because I lost everything. You fuck. Are you kidding me, dude? I, I was winning by so much. No, you weren't. All that I have left is on, what's yeah, on Instagram. I crushed it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hundred percent. So sure. okay, you know what? Let me see if I can pull up the Instagram if it's on there. Oh, I lost. Even, I lost yeah, all so. my notes on what we actually bet and all that. I think the last thing that we actually like bet on was like that we kept like a, a tally of. Well, I guess it was the playoffs yeah. this year, but I think before then, I think it was the draft. Or not the draft, the, the awards last the awards year. Last year. All right, standings of relevance. I do have – I have the standings. So I'm going to write down what we are betting on. So I have a paper trail of it. Could we, could we just have it on record that I'm leading right now? Yes, okay. Poets is up 5-2. to two. Noli's 4-3, and three, and I'm 3-4. and four. Yeah, winning by a lot, huh? One. Huge. Huge one. Do I get a point for winning playoffs? No. Yeah, we'll give you a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both get L's. Damn. All right, so Noli is four and four. Poets is five and three, and I'm four and four. At and five hundred, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, so what's the, so yeah? What's uh, the bet? Where are you going with Jeremy? What's ours? Is he signing or not resigning? Is that the bet? Does stay or does he go? <sighs> Does he stay or does he go now? I want to say he's going because it's the smart thing to do, but I've, he's fucking too – he's too loyal. <laughs> I, oh, there, there will be double. <laughs> Sorry, we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> These are dicks. No, yeah, well, he's, maybe come to the apartment and record. You'll enjoy it. Why don't you come here and record? Because <laughs> two to one, bud. <laughs> Check the game notes. All right, um, I'm saying so he's, I'm saying he's staying. It's it can be stupid, but it's a dumb decision. But he's gonna stay, I think. Oops, you say he's staying. Staying, hundred percent. I'm gonna be the odd one and say not staying because I hundred percent do not want him to go there. He's gonna Rick Nash the rest of his career if he goes there, and it's gonna be a fucking waste of one of the most underrated players in the league right now. I no. don't disagree with you on that. But he's also loyal. He's also loyal, but I think there's a sliver of a chance with Lula Morello at the helm. I think if there's anybody that can kind of turn it around, it's going to be him. It's going to be low. <laughs> Noli, since you said he's only one he said he's going, I'll give you a bonus point if you can pick where he's going to. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. That's not fun. Ooh. <laughs> it's not. It, will, it won't. If you get it wrong, we it doesn't go. It, we all get bonus points. No, no because we. He's <laughs> for you. Yeah. So 
if you get it wrong, you don't get an L. It's just a, it's just a extra W possibility. Um. Well, there's talks they might go to Montreal, but Montreal's too stupid because all they do is get fourth line guys. Um, and they signed Max Domi for three million dollars. Um, there's rumors that he might sign a big contract for like one year in Toronto, but I don't think that Belize will do that. I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would do that either. He wants the stability. Um, honestly, I don't even know where he would go and fit. There's been, talks about St. Louis. I've been hearing small market areas is where he wants to be. Which makes sense because he's on the island small market guy right now. Um, I don't know. I'd be pissed if he went to St. Louis. Tavares Tarasenko matchup. Like, oh. Unless San Jose. Nah. Can they even swing it? I don't think he would go out. Joe Thornton. Yeah, I don't think he would go out that far west, honestly. Um, I think a Canadian team, if he leaves. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to be pissed off about it. Or Minnesota. Or Minnesota. It's a low-key small market. They might actually make it to the third round at that point. (laughs) Well, who knows? He's only won one playoff. Um, I don't know. I don't even want to pick. You're declining? I'll just say the Hawks for fun. Because that would be the dream. How fucking hilarious would it be if that happens? <laughs> yeah, shit on both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least I still get a W on Yeah, well, like, no, no you don't. No, you don't. Oh, you no, get the L and no, I get two right. dubs. No, you're right. I'm an idiot. And I jump over you. Yeah. How about them apples? Oh, that's fine. The Hawks get two at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Um... So yeah, that's going on in Long Island right now. Um, How do we end up there? Oh, Barry Trotz. Because we talk about Barry. Yeah. Uh, Max Domi, Alex Galchenyuk, swip swapped, one for one, uh, and then Montreal goes and signs Max Domi for three point one five, three point one seven five, three point one five. Yikes! How does the uh, GM still have a job? Yikes, Montreal. Um, what the hell are you thinking? Trade doesn't make sense to me. Makes no sense. Uh, Alex Galchenyuk, the, uh, what was the, the shooting thing? Hang on. I just thought. Oh, was. yeah, yeah, I forgot. Um, his shooting percentage was just stupid high. But it was low this year. In his career, it's super high. Yeah, it was low this year because of the amount of. Like, he took way, way less shots or something like that. They have four second-round picks this year in Montreal. They have wow. nine picks overall in the first – in the five rounds. First they don't have rounds. any – they don't have a sixth or seventh, but they have three-fourths and four seconds. That is unreal. Um, Including our second. Yeah. Um, do you think they go back after a mechanic? I heard that they've there's discussing, discussions about that. Be dumb. I mean, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be dumb. It was dumb for Toronto to make that move. I'm still pissed about it. Irrelevant. Um, erroneous. Why did I go to Montreal's page? I don't even know. They have 14 million in cap space, and they have five guys that they have to sign still. Um, and they all have fourth line guys. Like I just, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. I couldn't. I couldn't find the tweet, but. 
Uh, Galchenyuk essentially took uh, took less shots this year, so his shot percentage was down. He didn't get as many goals, but if he had taken no, it was he had taken as many shots, but his shot percentage was the same. I think. Uh, so if he would have taken more shots, he would have had I think it was like thirty two goals this year or something like that. So, I mean, if the production is still there from Galchenyuk. It's just he's, he's on a dog shit hockey. He's on a team. dog shit hockey team, and he went to possibly an equal dog shit hockey team. Uh, not no, not really. But one that's kind of on the upswing. They were one of the best teams at the end of the year last year, and Ronto had the best yeah. numbers out of any goalie. I honestly think Arizona is going to be one of those teams that I wouldn't be surprised if they suck again this year. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they like sneakily. Like come within a couple points of a playoff spot. Yeah, they yeah. Um, they could be like Carolina last year, where I thought, yeah, they were gonna make the playoffs, like just sneak in. Um, Doesn't help that Scott Darling had like an eight twenty five save percentage. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, bring him back. No, that's dumb. But yeah, the the one for Wait, one. Remember when everybody said, "Let's keep Darling here to Crawford." Yeah, mm, it's hilarious. Uh, the one for one Domi for Galchenyuk, very confusing. Uh, and then re-signing Domi for, or not even re-signing, but signing Domi for three point one five is something special. Um, I think uh, I think Montreal fans are in a in a world of hurt here for the next little bit. How about Carey? How about Carey Price? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, when he resigned, I said it was the dumbest fucking thing. And if Tavares resigns, it's the dumbest fucking thing. It's yeah. well, it's worse actually for Price because they Kerry should call Tavares they, and be like, "Listen, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't fucking do it." Like it's Montreal. Like at least the Islanders are showing a good effort to show Tavares that they're trying to make something happen. Montreal's just like. Yeah, give me all your fucking grinders. We want them all because Carey Price is God, and he can stop anything no matter how many pylons are in front of him. Like, I, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, it's I, what that, a disgrace. That gif of Carey Price getting pulled and then just staring down the entire bench. Do you yeah. guys remember that? I yeah. feel like that's yeah. going to be his whole season next year. Yeah. This is, this will be the first fantasy season that I don't pick him first overall. <laughs> no, you still will. This probably yeah, and this is the year that he actually does well. Yeah, I know they're gonna go to the final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two more. I got two uh, more points on Galchenyuk too. Um, one, did you read how he was pretty much talking about how he was talking to management in Montreal about playing center, and they pretty much just blew him off. Yeah, they never let him try center, which is which is his natural position. Actually, real. So he's excited about that, and then did you hear about the allegations against his dad about his dad? No. So here's the tweet: is according to Francis Gannon, it's some French reporter, Galchenyuk's father verbally berated him after every game. Apparently, journalists were witness to this, and Alex was constantly on his phone between periods reading the feedback from his dad. <clears throat> what? How fucking toxic is that? That's, um, that's pathetic is what it is. That's a no cell phone rule between periods. Yeah, no kidding. 100%. Um, 
yikes. <laughs> I mean, that's brutal. Uh, how big of a child are you? That, like, I don't, that's I don't know. That's rough. Well, in that case, if I'm Montreal, I'm, I'm happy he's gone. Well, maybe that's why he does well. And maybe he was reading less texts from his dad this season. That's why his numbers were down. <laughs> maybe they really started to enforce that no cell phone rule. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. Or Placanic going, and he didn't see the turtleneck all the time, and he was upset. <laughs> maybe that was it. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not. Though. Yeah, no, probably not. There. Yeah, probably not. There. I was scared when he shaved off his goatee, though. He looked weird. Looks real weird. Yeah. Looks like a short Paul Bissonnette. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Have you seen... Did you see his um, his Instagram story or the Spin Chicklet Instagram story with Bissonnette in Vegas for the award show? Yeah. Oh, and my the, God. The, the Italy or the Venice. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. the water. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. He's an idiot. Um, all right. So let's move on to the main event here. Oh. Absolute. Talk about shit show. Catastrophe. A disgrace upon the name of hockey and Canada. And they were a goal away from the final two years ago. Uh, the Ottawa Senators have found themselves beneath scum in the NHL. It just in, in the world, really, at this point. Just I thought. Really not, yeah, they're Rafi Torresing. Like, I, I thought mean, it was. It, was, it couldn't get worse. I've been thinking ever since all this stuff has come out. I, what would I do if this was the Blackhawks? I would be embarrassed. I would be furious. I, I don't even know what I would do if I was a fan of this team. I don't even. So starting well, I mean, out, we had we had the rape allegations for Kane. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we all well. That ended up being okay, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, saying. Still, I mean, this has just been some. That's from that is one. That's one allegation versus all the shit that's going on with Ottawa. Yeah, I know. which are still allegations, I yeah. guess, but these have more. Um, if you know, true, fruition to them, yeah. So first huge, thing, huge if true, huge if true. <laughs> so starting out with, I don't know. I guess the not so worst one, but still pretty fucking terrible. Uh, the assistant GM of the Ottawa Senators, uh, Randy Lee, was accused of sexual harassment when he, I think you were talking about this yeah. episode a little bit, when he uh, gave a shoulder massage to a 19-year-old male bus driver, excuse me, shuttle driver in Buffalo. Why is it always Buffalo? What is going I, on in the water in Buffalo? Something in the water in Buffalo. So I, I think mean, it's too close to Canada, and the mixture of them and the Niagara <laughs> Falls just things get hot like, and toasted. Like have you ever seen acid, the Niagara? Yeah. yeah, have you ever seen the Niagara like Niagara Falls at night? The light show is spectacular. <laughs> Sometimes they get fireworks going. Like you just gotta grab somebody. Apparently, uh-huh. like Jesus. I I mean I guess. I I read the the article, and I guess this kid was pretty shaken up. He didn't say anything at the time, I guess, because I mean, if you're a 19 year old kid and you're on a bus full of hockey players and their assistant GM is giving you a fucking shoulder, not only rub, that, I, I guess he was like saying stuff to him, like weird stuff. Uh, and this, like, and, and, uh, and this maybe, was all maybe. a one you know mile drive from this bar to back to the hotel. Why is he in Buffalo? They, it was for the pre-draft combine. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So he was loving all the 19-year-olds at the pre-draft combine. <laughs> uh, 
you yeah, know, everybody with their shirts off doing pull-ups yeah. and sprints and um I mean it's not it's it's you don't like it's, I don't it's, it's terrible uh, because compared to the other things that are going on in Ottawa right now this is like oh it's not so bad. But at the same time but like you don't know the situation obviously you shouldn't touch anybody else. Yes. He obviously was going from a bar you don't older, touch anybody. Older, <laughs> no, but it's like it's it's older yeah. generation type thing where, you know, like some people like will put their arm around you real quick yeah. and like, you know, give you an arm shake or something like that. Yeah, or, I mean, but it's obviously it's, still not can. okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things that I feel was, I don't know, a guy probably got too lubed up at the bar. He's just trying to have a good time, but not right. in that. Maybe in that sense. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But, I mean, it's it's just not a good situation. And I'll tell you what, he's lucky that this guy was 19 years old. Yeah. Because uh, he probably didn't ask what age, well, how old are you? Yeah. I mean, this kid could easily be a 17-year-old high school kid yeah. trying to make some money on the side. So, uh, he is a lucky son of a bitch that he's, he's over 18. Weird. Uh, just a weird scenario. Really weird scenario. And it sounds like the league has Never going to Buffalo. Yet. That's yeah, for know, sure. Right? Here, actually, update to that. I just looked it up. The Ottawa Senators have suspended him. From what? From the team. No, 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 going out on the. Yeah, know. Uh, no going out and getting drunk and well, touching boys. That's suspension. just kind of that goes to show that it probably happened then. Yeah, yeah, so he can't do anything with the Ottawa Senators or with the club's affiliate, um, Bellevue, Bing- Bellevue, 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 or Belleville. I thought they were in Binghamton. No. No, they got Fuck moved. Up. Okay, that's I fine. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. No, we're not. And then we move on to one of <sighs> possibly one of the worst things I've ever heard before in my life. So many levels. Carlson's wife, I can't remember the, her name right now. It... Starts with an, I want to say it's like Melanie or something, but I don't want to get it wrong either. Um, Melinda filed a restraining order, although they call it something different in peace Canada. order. What's that again? A peace order. It would be called a peace order in Canada. Are you <laughs> sure it's called a peace order? Yes. Right. Uh, that against uh, Michael Hoffman's fiance. Monica. Due to the fact that I guess Hoffman's fiance created a. Well, first off, they had a disagreement after one of the games um i guess it was downstairs um in the in the basement of of the arena i guess they had a disagreement like in the garage area um and then i guess after that what the speculation is is uh hoffman's fiance created a burner account bunch of them yeah and like instagram twitter uh reddit i think and just started spewing out some nasty nasty stuff uh, I mean, obviously, worse being, you know, talking about their stillborn child and how she was happy that they were stillborn. How she wished, uh, Melinda, is it Melinda Carlson? Yes. Melinda. How Melinda, she wished Melinda Carlson was the good was dead. <laughs> Not the time, bro. Not the time. Uh, how she wished uh, somebody would take out Eric Carlson's knees and end his career. How she was taking pills the whole time she yeah, was pregnant. That it's a good, it's no wonder why. Yeah. No, she said it was a good thing that the baby was um, was stillborn so that he didn't have to come into the world and see his yeah. pill-popping mom. Oh. Um, and I guess Carlson, one of the burner accounts, commented on one of his pictures, and Carlson went off on it. 
and um it made it seem like he knew right away who it was and um because he said that, like enough's enough and well i i don't know the validity of this or where this information came from but i heard it on another podcast that uh they had hired a private investigator investigator which who would 100 who wouldn't at that point well to figure that, out who it is could you imagine like doing that and then finding out it's not only somebody you Honestly, know, but one of your teammates, like girlfriends that you're around all the time. Like even even it would, even if she's making comments like that in person, finding that out, it, like you, you are, I'm not going to the rink. You had to have an idea, though. I'm I'm fucking Jack Eichelin stepping up. Get fucking uh, what's his name off my team. I don't know. Um, I don't you know. Had, they had, not that they had to know it was her. Because if they knew it was her, they probably would have done something before. But you had to have like at least a, an inkling or an idea of what was of who it was. There were a but, couple yeah. players, wives, and girlfriends tweeting out yeah, when this came out. I think it was out. Taurus Anderson, um, Andrew Hammond, CC too. I think. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of them came out and said yeah, it's not like, a surprise. It's, a, it's about yeah. time that somebody exposed this. Yeah, girl, Andrew so. Hammond's wife tweeted out, "Oh man, if you only knew how unsurprising unsurprising this actually is." Yeah. Um, uh, fuck. And then I guess him and Hoffman got into it at locker cleanouts. Um, and uh, Hoffman, not only not only that, but the guy reaches out and says he sent him an email about it saying we need to talk. You sent him a fucking email? Wait, where did this? I, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Yeah, he sent, apparently he sent him an email, reached out to him and sent him an email saying, yeah, we need to like, figure this out and see what's going on here like one give him a phone call two send him a text like no where's you're the same team and then you talk to him in (laughs) person what they're they're the same team like why does he even get to that point like why don't they just directly go to him as soon as you hear about it and you like you aren't with him First, right, you fair, give a phone call. Fair. Then you shoot him a text if he doesn't answer. When the, when the fuck does email come in? No, no, and and no, yeah. why is that your number one thing to for, go to? Especially for something of, of this stature. Like So uh, Hoffman has gone out and said that 150% this was not his fiance. Which, if he truly believes that, I, f- I feel sorry for him if it ends it's, up being true. Yeah, it's um, this could end badly in multiple different yes. ways. Yes. But if he does know that this is her and he's sticking by her side, he's almost a worse person than she is. Yeah, okay. So there's different scenarios. So one, he believes her and she's doing it and he has no idea. He finds out if when he finds out if it is her and he believed her 100% and he had absolutely no idea for real. Um you got to feel one guy. Yeah, one she's gone. Two, he just lost the love of his life and his best friend. Hopefully, um, <laughs> but and not only that, but you fucking you got an asterisk next to your name, and you uh, obviously want to be. You're obviously getting moved out of Ottawa, but anywhere you go, I think, I think it's it that's a, a not so bad situation from him, for him from a professional standpoint, from a hockey standpoint, because obviously he had no idea, and then once he found out, he took the correct steps. If if this is actually what happens, this is purely all just assumptions at this point but um i feel like there's not so much of an asterisk next to his name especially if she's gone if she stays then yeah but um and then 
worst case scenario, he knows she did it and she did it and he's saying all this shit. Good luck getting a job. Oh, not not only in the hockey world, anywhere. I mean, good luck getting a job. Who wants that kind of a guy? Because that's this this has made national news. This KHL taken, but I mean, I guess the the women like the wives like hockey wives community is pretty big and they all talk and they're all friends. Like, no fucking. No way any team is going to want that guy in their team just no. to cause drama between the wives, and it'll lead to the locker room every single time. It's just, it's not going to be worth it. So, I mean, and then another scenario, she didn't do anything. Then it's like, Carlson, like, I understand where you're coming from if she's made comments in person, and obviously other wives have said that it's not a surprise. So she's obviously not the greatest person or yeah, does the nicest things. I mean, so it's easy to assume, but you have to think that there's there is legitimate evidence against this. Was, like, yeah, so just, they would come out. Yeah, like Carlson, they did some sort of back computer backtracking and was able to find like an email address to link it to or something. You know, there was a whole thing too about how the only reason this came out was because I believe of, of a reporter in Ottawa found the stuff. It was it was like out there when the peace agreement or whatever it's called got official. There was official court documents about it, and a reporter wrote wrote something about it they the carlson's wanted this to be taken care of behind the scenes no public publicity to that (laughs) so that's right there makes me think that this they have enough proof that you know what i mean like they're not the ones making the big deal about this and they're the ones whose cards are being told hey you gotta show your cards kind of situation unless something else happened where they felt threatened by it or she felt threatened by her or he felt that she was threatened by her uh, and then they got the restraining order or, or whatever the fuck it's called that way. Um, I, I feel like that might be the only other situation where they would get this thing, the restraining order without her having have said all those comments. So I don't know. It, it's crazy what's going on in Ottawa right now. I can't imagine what it's like to be a fan. I can't imagine what it's like to be a player on that team and under, and knowing that you have to be back there in two months and you have to just face all this bullshit Black, I don't. I God, that's that's gonna be hell. Well, not only really that, hell. neither of them are coming back next year, probably. And Carlson's that team. They're not gonna be good. No, they're and they weren't good. No. Has so, there I, ever been a franchise player player treated so poorly as Carlson has been? Ooh, ooh. Can we answer this next episode so I do my? Can I do like some homework? Because I feel we can like do yeah, we can do homework and talk about next episode. But just off the top of your head, like, do you think there has been? Because I was trying, I literally was trying to think about this, and I couldn't find an, a player that was considered the franchise player that you know, like, has been treated this shitty. I, I feel like I've I, I remember some stories. I just don't remember who. Okay, so we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna mark this. We're gonna talk about that next episode. Put a put a pen in it. Um, but yeah, I don't. For I don't want to bounce back from this. I mean, I'm well, not really that. There were there were talks from, about uprooting the team too, and moving them. Yeah, like yeah. two years ago, there was talks about that, and it's like, uh, I mean, they can't sell out games in the playoffs. They're in the conference yeah. final. They can't sell out games. I, I mean, mean, it's just it's just nonstop. It's the capital of fucking yeah. Canada. I mean, you can't sell out. I fucking just saw it again. Feel bad for those fans who have been there for so long. Well, so long since '92, but I mean, Ottawa's Ottawa's been around for 
they they started the the league with Montreal. So I mean, they had more um, Cubs than the Hawks at one point. Yeah, I mean, you, you just feel bad for that that city who's, you know, hockey is is their their life. So it's hard to well, hard to think about that getting uprooted. Some fans in Atlanta, hockey was like <laughs> <laughs> all three thousand of them. Yeah. But then again, they fucking did it to Minnesota. They did it to Winnipeg. Yeah, Quebec. Quebec. Yeah. Quebec. Yeah. So I, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Happen. But um, yeah, uh, real nasty. I don't know where Ottawa goes from here, or what even the beginning of all I of picture. The build would be. Uh, obviously, it's probably with moving either Carlson or Hoffman or both. All, but, I, uh, all I can picture right now is Slapshot when they're all in the hotel room, the goalie is just on the phone. Trade me right fucking now. It's like every single person on yeah. Ottawa. Um, yeah, I, they were saying that Hoffman, he, before all this came out, he was like number three in trade bait, and he's dropped to like double yeah. digits. He declined a trade to Winnipeg. Yeah, who the fuck does that shit? Paul Stastny fucking said that's the only team I'm going to, and he had the right fucking mindset. Uh, that's, uh, Maybe his girlfriend didn't like somebody on that team. Yeah, I know. It's too soon. I don't know. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff going on over there. So I don't even know where Ottawa begins, but good luck to their GM and the owners and the players because and the fans and the fans. I mean, good luck to everybody involved there because I don't know what uh, I don't know what the next step is. Uh, next step for us, however, is the NHL awards coming up uh, relatively soon tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. Is it fucking Wednesday? No shit. Yeah, yeah the twentieth. Tw- Coming up on Wednesday. So, do you think they stick to uh, Vegas for like good? Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. That's kind of fucking favoritism. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I guess I'm poking the bear. Yeah. Um, something cool that I read just before we started the podcast. This will be the first time. That the ten uh, surviving members of Humboldt, uh, the Humboldt team, would be together in the same building since the bus accident. Wow! So yeah. that should be something. Uh, it just, I, I, I know how many people died in that crash, but the fact that ten are left kind of really puts it in perspective of what kind of loss that that really is. So yeah, I, I never thought of it from that way before from that perspective, but uh, not to get all morbid or anything, but uh, they will be there, and that should be uh, really, really awesome to, to see them there, and hopefully they can kind of enjoy the, the award show. Uh, but we're going to make some picks now uh, for the NHL awards. I think last year we did the Vesna, the Norris, the Hart, and the Calder. And, and the Jack Adams. And the Jack Adams. Adams, sorry, and the Jack Adams. So I think we did those five. four or five. Five, whatever it is. Five, yeah. So we'll start uh, going from top to bottom on NHL.com here with the Vesna, the best one, obviously. <laughs> uh, it's irrelevant. Vesna finalist, Connor Hellebuck, Pecorine, and Andre Vasilevsky. Thoughts? Gotta remember it's regular season. Regular, regular season, season, not only. postseason. So I think it's going to go Andre Vasilevsky. Um, it's hard not to. Joe Vasilevsky, he had a rough end of the year, but overall, he was the most consistent, I think, throughout the whole season. Yeah. So it's hard not to go him. Um, but then again, Pekka doing his thing. They won the President's Trophy. Hard not to pick him. 
and again. Hellebuck. Setting an American record for wins in a season. And still had more points than Tampa. Yes. So, so I mean, it, this is a pretty even matchup going all the way through the board. Connor Hellebuck was horse all year long. He really was. He was a horse all year long. So was Andre Vasilevsky. But uh, Connor uh, Hellebuck never complained about the entire I'm no, taking, he's not. I'm taking he, Hellebuck. Well, that's probably because they, they ran out of Russian gas in Tampa. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, I'm taking Hellebuck. Hellebuck? Okay, well, I mean, let us finish talking about I don't it care. first. I'm just saying it. <laughs> um, I'll get my Hellebuck. pick on. Go ahead. Who are you going, Poets? Uh, I'm, I'm going Vasilevsky still. Who are you going with, Noli? Um, You know what? Just, just keep it all different. I'll go Pekka. Ooh. <laughs> Won the President's Trophy. Why not? I think it's going to be Hellbuck, but I'll go Pekka. All right. Moving along to the Norris Trophy. Drew Doughty, Victor Hedman, or P.K. Subban? P.K. Subban. Uh, all had great years, obviously. Again, uh, Doughty. Was he the winner last year? Or was it two years ago? Burns was last year, I believe. Oh, yeah. And then before that, I think it was Dowdy. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I think Dowdy is one of the top all-around defensemen because he can score, he can hit, he can play D, he can lead the rush. He's He's got like the all-around package, it seems like. Uh, Victor Hedman is one of the best offensive defensemen if not the best in the league right now. And only that, he can throw his weight around if need be. And he's got one, a long stick, so he can fucking just poke the puck. And Subban's just fun to watch. Not the best defensively. No. <laughs> but he's fun to watch, nevertheless. He can fucking drop bombs oh, okay. if he needs to. Um. Yeah, what do you guys got? I think it's Drew this year. I think Drew gets it. Hedman had some injuries, so he didn't get to play a full season. I think Dowdy played the entire year. Uh, and PK had some peaks and valleys. Some PKs and valleys. Nice. Thanks. Nice. Wait for it. Yeah. Uh, so I think it goes to Dowdy this year. No. Jim? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Drew. The Dowdy again? Yeah. The Dowdy. Um, I'm going Hedman. Uh, just because, honestly, all year he he, he only played. Did, he he played right yeah, he played 77 games. So oh, he was only out five. Uh, he only had 17 goals. He had 46 assists, 63 points. Uh, he's just he's like the quarterback of their power play. He's, I mean, playing with. Um, Stammer and Cooch every night. He he's just so much fun to watch, and I don't know. I just gotta go with I gotta go with Hedman, and I think it's his time finally to win one because he's been a great great defenseman for the Lightning for a while, and I've been saying for years, and a lot of people have been saying for years, like he's gonna win a Norris at some point. So I know you guys hate the stat, but he's a plus thirty two. And the fact that he's a top pair D and is a plus 32 is really impressive. Because he's out there against their top guys. He's doing power plays, doing PK. 
I know that doesn't count against uh, shorties. Well, yeah, I guess, but I mean, it's it's still taking up some time and and taking up some energy. So, I mean, the fact that he's a plus 32 after all that is, well, incredible. It is, but, um, I mean, you got to look at their goal differential. I'm sure their goal differential is huge. Yeah, Um, that's true, too. Looking at L.A., Drew Doughty played all 82, 10 goals, 50 assists, 60 points, plus 23. And their goal differential was nowhere near yeah. what Tampa was. So that's even more impressive than what yes. Hedman did. If you count plus minus, that's yeah. a relevant stat. Which I, um, I don't. But, yeah, I mean, I still got to go Hedman. I just think it's his time. And, I don't know, I just think it's his time. Jeremy, you said Dowdy, right? Yes, sir. Good call. Nice job. Um, you, know, you guys are both wrong. <laughs> Calder Memorial, Matthew Barzel from the Islanders, Brock Besser from Vancouver, or Clayton Keller from Arizona. Wait, can, before we talk about this, can we just take a moment to recognize Matthew Barzell and the tree trunks <laughs> that he has and the speed that this kid fucking has? Um, talk about a reason to stay on the island for Tavares. Yeah, no kidding. Playing alongside good old Brock Besser, or I looking at Brock Besser's <laughs> stats. Uh, Matthew Barzell, sorry. 13th uh, best. alongside Barzell. Um, could be pretty fun. Could be pretty fun. Kids. Kids good. So, looking at it, we got Barzell, 84 games played. Oh, in career. 82. There you go. Uh, 22 goals, 63 assists, 85 points. Um, I mean, 23 20, apples. Oh, 63 wait. apples, yeah. but I mean, 20-goal score, huge. Um, Clayton Keller played all 82. 23 goals, 42 assists, 65 points. Another over-20-goal score. And then uh, Besser, who I think had this on lock until he got hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost ended its career, by the way. Fucking Prince Charming out there. Um, only 62 games played. 29, 29 goals, 26 assists for 55 points, which is... Pretty, pretty good for being injured and playing on Vancouver. So here's the thing. Three god-awful teams here. Minus Arizona, kind of. From the beginning, they were they were bad, and then they got better. But three really bad teams. So I think this is a good sign of good things to come for at least a couple of different teams here. Maybe not so much the Islanders, but unless they pull something out of their ass. But Well, not only that, but for Vancouver. Vancouver I mean, they finally three, got rid yeah. of the Sedins, so they, they got some cap space to work with, so... It should be fun to see what kind of moves they yeah. make. Um, but, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, when was the last time that all three players were in non-playoff teams, I wonder, from the caller? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I think uh, I think my vote's got to go with Barzal. I think that's the obvious one. He was just so, so dynamic, and he took over games. I mean, uh, there's one... Uh, that one video, I can't remember where he was at. I want to say it was Ottawa, where he literally just went around the zone three times and then ripped it on net and scored. I had stupid. I would, I would love to stupid. I would love to see him in a race with uh, McDavid, just because. Jesus, that would be fucking fun. <laughs> I mean, they they got to be the two fastest guys in the league, like no doubt. I want I want a straight line race though, like no, I don't want them cutting corners and slowing down. I want to see how fast they can go at top speed. Well, I mean, you get that in the corners. Yeah, but then they got to slow down. I feel like they still got more to go. Yeah, but then when you slow down and you gain more momentum turning, 
I want to see like what the miles per hour is though. That's what I'm saying. Like how fast that they're actually skating at their top speed. I want to see how quick it's actually. You, actually you realize you gain more speed cutting and going than just stop and start. He's a goalie. He doesn't know this shit. It's, he doesn't. Too, it's too. Sh- I feel like it's too sharp of a turn though. Am I wrong there? No. No. Just no. worry about your blue you, paint. Crossing over it, you gain a lot of speed. Okay. And you come out faster than just going from goal line to goal line. I have, I obviously don't cross over. I just yeah. I just shuffle my way along. You just fall yeah. over. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, we didn't talk much in that. Benders are champions, by the way. Oh. Yeah, we did the thing. Yeah, we did the thing. We had we had a great time. It was a big win. I actually I, I didn't think we were gonna pull it out there for for a hot minute. Uh, but uh, yeah, we won. What was it? Six to four. Yes, sir. Six five. Six five. Oh yeah, really that's right. That yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not a big deal. Um, and uh, just because I don't think I've ever gone an episode since the trade, uh, Nicholas Travelson. Just, just <laughs> Nicholas Travelson. Um, but uh, honestly, I want to say Besser just to be the fucking nerd that goes opposite of everyone always, but. Yeah, I got to go Barzell with this one. Just the way he played. Um, and it, honestly, if, if Besser didn't get hurt, it's his unlock. But him getting hurt, just Barzell. I got to go Barzell. Jack? 13's best. It's, it's very medium. Barzell. It's a very <laughs> medium number. Oh. It's gonna win a Calder Cup, so or not Calder, no. Calder, Calder Trophy. It's not a guarantee. Yeah, Thirteen might be best, but Brock Besser and Clayton Keller together is sixty-nine. So yeah, freak <laughs> off. <laughs> fair, extremely fair. Yeah. Um, Where's the heart? All the way up. Oh well, we can't see it. Uh, Jack Adams, uh, Jared Bednar for Colorado, Bruce Cassidy for the Bruins, and Gerard Gallant for Vegas Golden Knights. I think we uh, all know who this one's going to go. If there's even a thought on this one, honestly, it's there is because these all three of these guys did unbelievable job. I mean, Boston was not supposed to be where they were this year, and I think he did. Uh, Cassie did a great job with that team, um, and then Colorado, one of the best turnarounds out of any team ever, probably because they literally had the least amount of points any team's ever had mm-hmm. in the uh, cap era. And go to make the playoffs. I mean, that's a huge fucking turnaround. And, I mean, you could say it's Duchesne. <laughs> or you could say it's the coach. You don't know. I don't know. We, you'll never know. Um, yeah. But, obviously, then there's just Gerard. Gerard. And it's hard. You can't not pick him. You can't not pick him. Yeah. Inaugural season with uh, a team full of misfits. Potentially, uh, mostly nobodies. I mean, it's got to be Gerard. Yeah. And, uh yeah, I don't know, and not only that, but just the, every the way the players talk about him. Yeah, he pure respect. Yeah, it, it it there's not a single guy on that team that doesn't seem to like them. And it was the same thing when he was in Florida. That it's the exact same way the players felt about him in Florida. So it's like you know yeah. it is genuine. Yeah, and and which sucks because the players were definitely pissed when he got canned in Florida, and not only that, but the way he got canned. Oh yeah, come on. Come on, Florida. Yeah. You got to be better than that. Fucking leave your rad attitude up. Yeah. In the, for the playoffs. 
that you don't make. Got it. Um, so yeah, I think that's all three. I think it's uh, unanimous for Gerard. Yes. And then if the page loads, we'll tell you about the heart. Uh, Taylor Hall, Andre Kopitar, and uh, Nathan McKinnon for the heart. I think the surprise in there is Andre Andre Kopitar. Yeah, I was gonna. We were talking, um, talking about this at work today. Is when was the last time that Crosby wasn't up for this award? Crosby or Ovechkin? Yeah. That's been probably been a while, no? Um, well, it probably is concussion season. And that was what, like? I don't know. He wouldn't remember anyway. <laughs> God. Um, brutal. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Hall had that incredible point streak on a medium, I guess, average New Jersey squad. Um. Kind of put him on his back while Corey Schneider was, you know, sitting with his finger up his bum. He absolutely did. Yeah, yeah uh, there is no kind of. But yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, not only that, I know the playoffs don't count in these, but fuck, I think they had like ten points in the whole playoffs. And he had nine nine points on, or ten goals, and he had nine points on, or something yeah. like that. Like the guy was a fucking. He, he's got an A already, and it, it's obvious why. Um, He's a superstar. Edmonton's fucking dumb for trading him. It's funny because Edmonton needs right like a winger for McDavid right now. And hey, look, you got a fucking superstar out in New Jersey putting a team on his back to get him to the playoffs, and he could be playing with McDavid right now. Fuck you, Edmonton. Um, so yeah, I, I think you guys know who I'm picking, and we're not even going to talk about the other two. Uh, so Andre Kopitar uh, had one of the best turnaround seasons. In recent memory, to be honest with you, he had, I think, 52 points last year total. And then uh, this year, he completely turned his shit around and had 92 points, 35 goals, and 57 assists. So he, he Colorado Avalanche this year. 100% he did. It, it, incredible turnaround. I, a lot of people were talking about how Kopitar's done. He doesn't have anything left. Um, so, I mean, good on him. For somebody who was... Mostly just like a Selkie Trophy finalist. Nobody ever really thought of him as like a a goal scorer type of a guy. He goes up, he goes up, ninety two points. So uh, too bad he couldn't. Okay, yeah. Too bad he couldn't do that in the playoffs against Vegas. But uh, once again, playoffs still fun. Uh, and then finally, another. This is literally Taylor Hall two but less of an extent. Nathan McKinnon. Uh, 97 points, 39 goals, 58 assists in four, uh, 74 games. Uh, had 1.31 points per game, which is only second to the one, the only Connor McJesus, uh, who had 1.32. Uh, so I mean, kid's good. Kid's real good. Yeah, I, I remember. I went to the the one the Hawks game I went to it was Hawks against the Avalanche and McKinnon. Literally stayed in the same spot for the final like five minutes of warmups and just went D to uh, had the D at the point, give him a cross ice pass, and he was just doing one tease. And it was just so beautiful. They were they were passing back and forth, and it was the exact same situation that they were putting themselves in for the power play. He ended up scoring, I think, two power play goals. No, he had a power play goal and he had a power play assist that came from that spot. So, I mean, guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, um, 
definitely a bright spot for Colorado. Um, I mean, there's not much else to say. He, he, he put the team on his back just as much as Taylor Hall did. Um, yeah. I mean, he was awesome this year. He was a lot of fun to watch. He's another guy that's got fucking wheels. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all three of these guys are just a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, Kopitar definitely got the, uh, the surprise nod for the third spot, I think. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stick with uh, my boy Taylor because I've been saying it all year. I'm going to do the same. I think he deserves it the most. Uh, not that he worked harder than any anybody else on this list. I don't think that's kind of what we're basing this off of. But I think the situation that he was put in and the outcome that the came outcome out. that came out of it right was just far superior to anything that anybody else had done at this point. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Taylor Hall. Myself. Taylor or Tyler? I'm going with Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> like you know when I got drafted, Taylor Tyler. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah thanks sorry. for coming, Taylor and Tyler. Second. Jim? Yeah, same. No, thanks for uh, getting your input in there. Mm-hmm. As you're tweeting, you jackass. I could be talking the entire time. You guys want to hear me anyway, so. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the uh, those are the five uh, that, that we're going to go over, and uh, I'm probably going to win again. Um, Kid wins once. Oh, I'm going to win again. Oh, I'm, I'm way win. ahead. Oh, man, I'm fucking so sick. Listen. I let everything go in glove side. Just kidding. It's all blocker side now. I don't know. I'm going to let everything go in. <laughs> I don't win in fantasy, so I'm going to revel in these moments when I can, while I can. Yeah. So, honestly, it's taking a little victories here. Yeah. Ryan. Well, don't I mean, my spirit. hey, you know, don't be a sore loser. Don't be a sore winner. That's what I like to say. I'm not being a sore winner. You are. I'm being a happy winner. No, nope, sore winner. I'm not sore. You got to be. No, I'm <laughs> See, I am. Whatever. <laughs> Moving wings, I'm sore. <laughs> For real. Um, um, yeah, next on to our... Favorite new segment. Favorite Sign new... Riding Pine! <laughs> no. Here, can, can, can you go out of time for <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just just for old time's sake, because we miss it. Sorry, Mr. Petzinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have to tell that story. So my dad, <laughs> my dad went over to my house to do laundry a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about the podcast, and he goes, hey, what the hell is my pop pop <laughs> And I was like, what? He's like, no, we, when you guys are doing writing pine, he goes, you write pop pop pop. He's like, what the hell is that from? I was like, that's just Noe being an idiot. I don't know. I, there's no other explanation for it. Oh my God. That's um, great. So yeah. Bye. Yeah. Say try. <laughs> 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 oh damn it. Okay. So let's go. So the sign trade buyout uh, for this episode is, Pecorine, Mark Andre Fleury, and Carey Price. They're most irrelevant. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, but also it's on Darren Panger. So it is on the Panger, so it's kinda makes sense. Yeah. It's uh, it's perfect it sense. It's well, it actually kinda is relevant. No, it's not. Whatever. Um so I'm I'm gonna kick her off here since uh, I feel like it's a goalie thing. I feel like I should go first. Whatever it is. Um, I think what I'm going to do 
is I am going to buy out Mark Andre. I'm going to trade Pekka and I'm going to sign Connor help or uh, wow. uh, sign uh Carey Price. Bucky hey, on your mind? You didn't want to draft him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explanation or so, just going to Here we go. Throw it out there. Here we go. Mark Andre Fleury um as incredible of a year as he had. I don't see him recreating that. I don't see him I don't know. I don't. I don't see that same performance happening. I feel like it's going to be much, much leakier next year. Um, he's getting older. I'm not sure how old he actually is right now. I want to say he's like either early thirties or I believe maybe towards mid thirties. About thirty three. Captain five, so he's probably eighteen then. It's been thirteen years, so thirty three. Is he thirty three? Yes. He'll be so, thirty four I mean, November. Thirty four. So yeah. he's not old per se, but. I mean, guy's been to three cup finals in a row. Um, I mean, I just feel like it's it's got to have some wear and tear on him. Uh, the way that he plays, his style of play too, it's got to have some wear and tear on the body. So I don't know. I don't know how much longer he can keep that up. Um, trade Pecorino because I feel like he's got the most value out of the three of those at this point in time. Uh, Carey Price has kind of gone downhill. Mark Andre Fleury, like I said, is getting older. Uh, Pekka, I think, has the most trade value, although it would be stupid for Nashville to trade him. I just feel like he's got the most value out of the three. But I, we talked about this. We're going off if you had all three in your system on your team. All right, then I would... That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah. In that case, I would, yeah, then I would trade... Pekka and keep Carey Price because I feel like Carey Price has the most talent still out of all of them, even though it might not show out. Um, you know, he's been on such a shitty team for so long. I feel like it's just buried under just miles and miles of depression. Uh, depression. So, I mean, I, I feel like Carey Price is still the best goaltender in the league, even though he has the injury bug every now and again and uh, you know, his team hasn't been all that good. I feel like he is still one of the best goaltenders. Oh, my the- God. I just I just want to look up how old Carey Price was. And one of the top stories for him is Canadian fans start to GoFundMe page to support Carey Price. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. They get it. They get it. Um, if only Mark Bergevin got it. Got it. All right. Jeremy, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um I'll sign Price. Same reasons what Pote said. Probably got the most potential for the younger age, and he still is a great goalie with the shit team in front of him. However, I would buy out Pecorine Mm. because he is 35 years old. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is the oldest, and he is the tallest. So you know his body's got wear and tear. I didn't. And I would trade Mark Andre Fleury because you know some team will buy or definitely pay big for him, especially based on the year he's had um, and the history he has as a player. So I would not do what you guys did. I would buy out Pekka because, like you said, he's older. 
and it's shown that he folds under pressure. He's not good in the playoffs. Um, uh, it's he just can't can't seem to win. Um, so I would buy him out. I would trade Carey because. Like you guys said, he has the most potential, and he everybody knows he's still the best goalie in the NHL right now, and even in the world probably. So I think I would get the most out of him. Fair. And I would take Fleury because he's hot right now. And if you have a good D in front of him, he doesn't need to make – he doesn't need to stand on his head every night. So I, I'm, I'm keeping Fleury. I think that's what might have made him so good this year, though. The fact that he really didn't have the best team in front of him, and they really heavily relied on him. I think he's one of those goaltenders, kind of like Ryan Miller, who really they live off of being the guy that you rely on. So with Pittsburgh, their defense was always pretty stagnant, pretty good. Not stagnant, but uh, there's another S word I'm thinking. I think stalwart, stalwart, maybe. I don't know. Solid. Yeah, we'll go with solid. Um, Dumb it down, folks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've they've always had a really solid core back there, and after a little while, they didn't really need to depend on him as much. So I think that kind of changed his play. I think he plays his best when he he needs to be the guy that is leaned on. But as he gets older, I don't think that's going to work out in his favor. Do you also think though his year that he had to was because he kind of had something to prove? You know, the last two oh, seasons, absolutely. yes, the last two seasons he got replaced. His his goal crease got taken away from him. It's been a key part of the season, and then he got offered up for the expansion draft. I mean, over a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Two times Stanley Cup champion in his rookie season, though. <laughs> I don't know, but that's just what I would do. Interesting. I think I'm. Is it too late to change mine now that I know nope. that? No. Nope. Yeah, you're changed it twice. Yeah, you're stuck. Damn, I can't believe he's that old. Holy cow. Holy jumping. Holy jumping. Yeah, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Um, Yep, so that's uh, that's our new favorite segment. If you guys have another one, send it in. Those are outstanding. We love them. Don't forget there's running pine as well. Makes you think. Yep, there is running pine as well. I think I might have one uh, assigned Trey and buyout for if we do a draft episode. I might have one. Yep, I'd be down for that. All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Anybody else got anything left? Coach Folks. <laughs> you want to do the outros as Coach Folks? It's Coach Folks again. Thanks for having us and uh, thanks for listening. And for Coach Folks, Noli, and Jerem, bye bye. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at WCBP, on Instagram, WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast, the Windy City Benders Podcast.